0: previously on Full Immersion.
1: You remember our friend um, Anderson from college? Apparently, as part of the contract, they put some cybernetics into, like, his brain. He needs to get them taken out.
2: On the beanstalk.
3: We could pose as a private doctor who to, who's been asked to carry out an operation on a celebrity who wants anonymity.
1: There's something that I need you to do for me. I got into a bit of trouble with Mr. Lin, uh, and luckily for the both of us, he's going to be at the Callisto Hotel next week. If you just make him disappear, then I'll consider our debt paid. Just as the door is shutting... Harris registers a conversation taking place out in the corridor behind him. So what is your read on this Arthur Rochstein guy? Arthur Rochstein was the fake name that one of your old colleagues from your old team would often use,
3: uh, like an alias.
1: Interesting.
4: Harris. Okay, um, hmm. I guess I can sort of act immediately after. So supposedly the group of Jinteki employees is out at lunch right now? The, yeah, you, well, yeah, that's what the bar person thinks is happening. Okay, sure. All right, well, I'm gonna quickly do a walk to the meeting room, and on my way there, I'm gonna sort of firstly to check that that's actually the case and it's not full of people, but I'm also gonna see if there's any like obvious places i can find that aren't covered by the security cameras while i'm on my way there so the the security cameras in the corridors and kind of thoroughfares of this building are pretty well set up mm-hmm.
1: um so there are lifts up throughout the whole building but there is also some stairs here and the stairs are quite like tightly packed in like this like kind of a spiral staircase that takes you up through sure. the floors mm-hmm. and the security coverage here isn't great like any security footage here would be it would be difficult to tell what was going on, kind of, because the, the like, okay. they can't they haven't been able to install the cameras in such a way that they get good angles. If that makes sense, because it's all a bit too tight. When, if you get to the actual corridor where the meeting rooms are, that's well covered. Um, the the meeting rooms have like glass like glass panels that let you see in, and most of them are frosted when you arrive there. Right. Um, the Jint, the one the meeting room that the Jinteki um, execs are using it's currently clear, and you can see. Uh, three people in there appear to be eating food, like eating salads, uh, and Herman is one of them, so you can see see Mr. Lin at the moment.
4: Okay, so I can see. All right. Um, uh, sort of Plans are formulating in my head, but I need to put it all together, if that makes sense. I want to have a look around and see if I can find some, like, basic stationery. Like, you know, this is kind of a meeting room area of any, like, public bits of spare envelopes and paper Uh, yeah there's like a it's quite old-fashioned but yeah there's like a cart somewhere with like uh
1: it looks like it's currently being used to clear up some like crockery and stuff but on one of the trays of the cart there's it's like a three-tiered cart there's stationery there there's like yeah there's pens and paper and and that kind of thing is there anything you're looking for in particular
4: right okay here's the plan (laughs) i'm gonna walk through the plan in my head like to in front of you and you can tell me if this sounds logical yeah so, I want to intercept him on the stairs, because that's the easiest place to do something without getting caught by the security cameras. Yeah. Uh, to force him to use the stairs, they need to block the lift somehow? Is there just one lift? Yeah. So, the plan is to make up a fake envelope of documents that has his name on it, and says, you know, secret confidential property of Jinteki, do not open. <laughs> right? <laughs> Bring that to the front desk and say, I found this on the corridor. I don't know who it is, is, but I thought you should probably contact them. Go to the stairs while the front desk calls that person, and hopefully he'll come down to get the documents. Okay. That's kind of the plan in my head I have now, and then I'll murder him on the stairs. Like, <laughs> that's, like, literally the plan. Okay, yeah. Um, but make it look like an accident as well, if I can. Every aspect of that plan makes, like,
1: logistical sense. Like, that plan is theoretically possible.
4: Okay, cool. Is a
0: subtler murder possible?
4: Mm, I mean, I'm... Like, I think at the end of the day I'm going to have to, like, just make something up and say we, like, ran into each other on the stairs and he tripped. Like, it's basically my plan.
1: Yeah, to be fair, like, you rolled a miss on the move, which meant the thing you were asked to do, which should be, like, extremely difficult. And yeah, this does yeah. kind of fit the
4: like, if you Like, if you give me a mission to kill someone and then don't let me bring my weapons, it might get a bit brutal as well. Which, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> like, okay, so, yeah, so the first step, as I said, was find some stationery and make some documents. You can do that. Uh, obviously, that does not require a roll. Okay, great. Um, so the next thing I want to do is I would like to cash in my gear to have something that will let me disable the lift. Like, this could basically be like a, just a small electrical faulting device. Yeah. Like, something that will just let me put the lift out of S- service. Spend the gear and then describe to us what this looks like. Yeah, sure. So uh, I briefly um, step into the lift... I guess, I call it. So just from my pocket, I get, like... Basically looks mostly like sort of a black square, like, with a few buttons on one side. It's quite thin, but, like, wide at the same time. And I press that, like... I just press a couple of the buttons and hold it up to the keypad on the lift. And then, like, I think the lights flicker in the lift briefly. And then, like, I don't know, if the keypad's got lights on it, they all kind of die and it's just gone. Yeah. So... You got it, the lift, disabled, right? the lift is disabled. Yep, and then going downstairs to the front desk. Okay, yep, yeah, there's a so, receptionist uh, there. Introduce myself to the receptionist and say, Hi, I was just on the the, the corridor and uh, I found this envelope. I think it must belong to somebody, but it looks quite important.
1: Yeah, the, the receptionist looks at the envelope and goes, um, Oh, yes, uh, thank you very much for returning it, that's appreciated.
4: Okay, uh, th- thank you too. I'll, uh, I'll leave this in your hands. Yeah, yeah, thank you okay, and I'll walk off and head to the stairs and hope my plan worked. Okay, as you are walking away, you look back and you can see them, they call somebody Um, and then, yeah, so
1: you wait on the stairs for not even that long, five minutes and then you can kind of, you can see somebody like you look, like the spiral stair, like it is just just a spiral staircase, I guess. Um, So you can look up and you can see like someone moving down because the stairs are like, you know, they're like slatted or whatever, like there's gaps. You can see somebody moving down um, and, f- and you're fairly certain that it's Herman.
4: All right, here we go. Um, so, I mean, my basic plan is just to sort of use his momentum as he's walking down the stairs and like, I mean, hopefully he won't, he might recognize me, which is a problem, but hopefully even before he realizes what's going on, trip him and send him flying down the stairs in a bad way. Wow. This is actually some, like some of the most brutal violence in the show. Yeah, I know. Um,
1: this is just rolling to mix it up, using violent violence against an armed
4: force just to kill him, right? Uh, can I use Big Game Hunter, my move, for springing a trap for a target I've investigated?
1: Uh, oh, I don't actually have it in front of me. How is Big Game Hunter worded?
4: It is worded as, when you spring a trap for a target oh, okay. you've investigated, roll edge... Uh, on a 7+, plus, I have them trapped, and they, the only way out is through me. And on a 10+, they're at my mercy, and if they try and escape, I can roll Edge instead of meat to mix it up. Although, I guess I was just asking if I could, like, go for it. But should I use this? Yeah, yeah. you can use it. I think you've investigated him. Like, you've just about met the requirements. I, you did, like, spend a bunch of research questions on finding out. Yeah, I literally, like, did did legwork for this, right? Yeah, so, yeah, I'll give it to you. Yeah, okay. That is an 11 on the big game hunter roll. So that does work. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to... Like I feel like,
1: given that you have the big game hunter move, you met his conditions, and you rolled well, I think I think you can just kill him. I think like, oh, right. I okay. don't think you need to Perfect. roll to mix yeah, it up
4: because he's not even trying to escape, right? Like he's yeah. just he's just going down some stairs, not expecting anything to happen. Um, yeah, you should just you can describe this. This looks like how you want it to look like. I mean, like I think to keep it like pretty brief and simple. Like if if I was sh- if I was shooting this as a film, I guess you sort of have the perspective of like me sort of waiting, and, like, I see see his legs or whatever coming around the corner, I start moving up the stairs, you see him heading down the stairs, and then it's just a very quick thing of, like, my leg goes out as he comes around the outside of me, and I trip him, and, like, my hand goes to his back and pushes him down, and he just, like, immediately topples over, and, like, can't, can't balance himself.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's a, there's an unsettling noise, and he's, like, he does, like, he's still on the staircase, you look down, he's, like, kind of curled around it, and, like, his head's at an
4: angle it definitely should not be at. Yeah, he's he's dead. Okay, great. Um, I think, actually, because I was just at the desk, like, giving the envelope over, I'm gonna not call this in, I'm gonna let someone else find this, and hope that people just think he fell, and that I wasn't involved, and I was up the stairs by the time this happened, so yeah, okay. I'm just gonna go to a different floor, like, leave the staircase, and then walk walk back at some point, but I'm going to wait.
1: What are you planning to do
4: after that? Are you going to go back to the surgery room or are you going
1: to attempt to investigate your other lead from earlier?
4: Actually, if I can go back to the surgery room now, I'll just do that. Okay. Yeah, I'd like, to hang for a bit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you can go back to the surgery room. <laughs> okay. Just killed someone. Time to chill out. Tegan, was your plan to go back to the surgery room as well? Yep. Yeah, neither of your little little side bits took that long. I think
1: overall, everything Harris did, I mean, you did have to hang around the
4: bar for a while. Yeah, like, I, I figure my job probably took, like, half an hour to an hour to set up yeah we'll say like does that sound about right 50 minutes or so because you
1: you probably perform the whole envelope thing reasonably carefully there was no need to rush it yeah exactly um i think tegan your job took just over an hour most of that was just walking and and sitting on a maglev train though so like um so you take a bit longer but yeah the two of you come back to the to the surgery room at some point esther do you how's things going yeah do you acknowledge them or anything or are you
4: uh, I'll look up briefly and say anything to worry about. Uh, how, how, like, Frank am I gonna be the best of I'm just gonna, yeah, I, I feel like it, like, I'm very mission operation focused at this point, I mean, like, I'll, um, I, I had a favour to carry out, so I killed someone, but it's fine, it, there's nothing to pin it on me.
3: I'll just stop and stare <laughs> at him for a while. <laughs>
4: you, you should keep doing your surgery, but if anyone starts asking you questions, uh, we, don't claim I was in here all the time, because I was out and about on the security cameras, but... I don't think they should have seen me doing it, so it's fine.
3: I will swear at you extensively in Spanish.
4: <laughs>
1: uh, okay, Tegan, you arrive afterwards. Harris, Esteban, do you interrogate Tegan? Tegan, do you... Did you kill anyone, Tegan?
2: No, I didn't kill anyone.
4: <laughs> I also tell Tegan that I killed someone.
2: Oh my god. Why?
4: <laughs> That's the best... <laughs> That's the best response. It's a long story.
2: Tegan is obviously slightly shaken by this. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. This happens sometimes. Does it? No, like, if excuse me, I'm trying to operate on this man's brain. <laughs> Quite a long time passes now,
3: like an hour and a half or so passes.
2: I'll do some like blog writing. Yeah, when went up the beanstalk. It was really cool.
3: Could you like try and at least pretend to be um, here helping just in case someone walks in and sees you writing a blog about <laughs> brain surgery? That's going to be a bit weird.
4: What does Harris do in this time? I'm going to ask Esteban if there's any way I can look like I'm helping if someone walks yeah, well, in Yeah, Yeah, just, just, pa-
3: just pass me stuff. Um, yeah.
4: yeah. you know like, knife? Which one? I'll tell that you where Yeah,
3: the sharp one.
4: Harris has probably done some medical procedures in his life. You yeah, know. Uh, I probably know some basic first aid you're, stuff. You're
1: yeah. almost certainly the second most qualified person on the team to do surgery. So. <laughs> That's <laughs> probably true. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, a long time passes. Um... Esteban, you bought you bought a bunch of good, good, like good gear with you, and this place is pretty well stocked. So you do the surgery like as as cleanly as can be expected. You get near the end of it, and then as you're finishing, a couple of things happen. I don't know how this 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 surgeon like these brain implants that don't exist like i don 't know how it works, but there must be a point where they 're connected to the actual like brain right so you ha- you remove them and i don 't uh, i don 't know exactly what this looks like you must have some kind of machine right where like you put you attach a thing to the cybernetic itself, which when you, when it's actually inside the brain is probably like it's like a claw that's like kind of like stuck into the brain, so you have to like put like a thing around them all and then you like push a button and the the um cybernetic comes loose from anderson it's probably in like i'm gonna say three pieces at this point most of it is the actual like the actual cybernetic where everything is housed and then there's like a couple of connector like connector bits that have to be removed to be taken out of the person's brain one of them is kind of like the size of a pen and then the other one's a bit bigger um it's like the like this it's kinda of like the size of a knife, like and it's slightly curved. And then yeah, you have this kind of claw thing that's definitely the actual cybernetic. And so yeah, you remove all that stuff, you put it in a special tray. As soon as it's actually come loose from the from the person, from Anderson's brain, Cybernetic starts making a noise. It's kind of making a beeping noise and it's whining slightly like a high pitched
4: whine. Did they mention something about a tracking device? This whole thing is a tracking device, right?
0: Is supposedly out of range. But supposedly, yes, but supposedly out of range. So if you can disable
4: it before bringing it
3: to the. Let me take a look at the the cybernetics. Um, I'll get Harris to to at least make sure that nothing happens to Anderson while I (laughs) examine the cybernetics.
4: I will continue to make sure Anderson is not dead. He looks alive
3: score
4: <laughs> good
0: in harris's medical opinion this guy
3: yeah, is well, not he, dead
4: you just saw a dead guy he doesn't look well, like that just saw <laughs> a dead
1: guy,
3: so, yeah okay and i will look at the cybernetics and see if it is indeed a tracking device and if i can disable it
1: there is there is a tracking device in here you think um you don't think that's what's been activated though you think that them it looks to you like there's some kind of um like signal being broadcast that's transmitting that it's been removed
3: i will try and remove it Stop it, broadcasting.
1: It's obviously, by design, it's a little bit difficult to, like, remove an alarm system. Sure. So you should probably roll some dice. I don't have a special move for this, so I think you should just roll to act. Uh, uh, So I'm going to say, like, it is a roll out, act under pressure roll, but it should probably just use mind. That seems a lot more appropriate. So just roll mind.
3: Uh, That looks very bad. Four. Uh,
1: Yeah, you fiddle with it and the whining noise gets louder.
3: Okay. Uh, Bad. Yeah, I'm
1: concerned now. A little robot voice like comes out of the cybernetic. Um, <laughs> Excellent. And it's like, unauthorised tampering detected. Please cease your activities.
3: So I'm going to look at some of my gear, which I got from my garage. Uh, I'm going to look for something uh, that... Maybe I've got something that um, I use because I've dealt in black market cybernetics before that is designed to kind of wipe some of the programming security measures on a piece of cybernetics uh, just so I can kind of scrub a bunch of the data from it. And maybe it'll screw up the cybernetics a little bit, but it'll kind of wipe out the security and stuff. It's designed for um, people who've stolen cybernetics and want to uh, kind of repurpose them for a new person.
1: Okay, yeah. Um, The noise kind of dies down and the robot voice stops and it dies down to like a very low humming noise
3: okay uh this is probably okay we should put it in a box and that will probably solve all our problems <laughs> i yeah i I've, I think I've got rid of it but we want let's um let's let's get this done fast and get out of here in fact how how, how much how much long have we got in surgery
1: not but not too much time uh so it's gonna take you i'd say ten minutes to stitch him back up properly yeah and then he needs to wake up and be ready to go but you have like he, he provide i think i think he provided some drugs and you provided some drugs and like there's some kind of like quick wake up from surgery and be ready to go drug that exists in the future
3: that's fine i've um, got lots more gear so i can declare another gear for that uh
1: no i think th- i think this was kind of the plan because he wants to leave her quickly so once you are finished stitching him up it's going to be another five minutes before he's
4: up and on his feet
3: okay that's fine uh harris i assume that you, well your, the plan is you take these cybernicks back down with
4: you right okay are you absolutely sure the security measures are disabled
3: yeah, absolutely.
4: All right. Yeah, so just be ready to go as soon as... Okay, I mean, I'm ready to make my exit now. I don't I don't need to, like, be with the guy.
3: No, I think, I think you can go now, then take take the cybernetics and we'll meet you All back right. down at Canby.
4: Yeah. Um, uh, okay, Yep. that's my plan. Let's go. Uh,
1: Tegan, are you going to go with Harris or are you going to wait behind with Esteban?
2: I think I'll wait behind with Esteban.
1: Okay, Harris, you leave. Yeah, I was going to go out the side door. Okay, so you go out that side door. We'll come back to you in a sec. Okay, Esteban, uh, it's time to stitch up Anderson... Maybe, well, this might be a dilemma for S-Banner, it might not. Um, you know, like a, a fancy stitching technique for stitching up people after surgery? <laughs> wow, this is, um, wow. Not many people could do it. Like, it's pretty, like, it's it's not a practice that a lot of surgeons do. There's probably only about 100 people in the world that use it. But you think it's superior and you're good at it. I'll give you an experience for it if you do it, but it might make you easier to implicate.
3: I will not do this because this isn't something that I want to take credit for. Okay, I'm not particularly... Proud of this because I'm not. I'm not making him better. I'm making him worse. Actually, by taking <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So I, I. I don't. Yeah. I I have no stake in this, so I will not do this. Okay. So you're just going to
1: stitch him up in a normal way. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it makes you feel bad. Maybe it doesn't. But yeah, you stitch him up.
3: I'm. All, I'm already kind of down about the whole thing because he's he's making himself more more normal.
1: And you inject him with a thing, and he gets back up with kind of a jolt. He's like, a, "Is it done?
3: Yeah. How are you feeling? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, like
1: a bit weird, but um." Yeah, I think, according to what I read online, I'm going to sleep for, like, 18 hours when I get home, but I'm good to to do the journey back, I think.
3: Okay, well, I suggest we move out of here, and then you need to settle up with us. Settle the bill for this place before we leave, and then we'll we'll deal with the rest later.
1: Okay, yeah, that should be fine. Cool. Okay, so, are you going to go back... He's going back to Earth. Are you going to go with him, or are you going to go in separate, like... Transports.
3: No, separately. As far as I'm concerned, we're yeah, we're done. Okay. Yep. Uh
1: he oh he wants to see the cybernetic too. He's like, Oh, can I see the thing that came out of me?
3: No, we've removed it and destroyed it because of the uh the the security measures they put into it.
1: He's like, Oh yeah, I guess that makes sense. Okay.
3: Wow. <laughs> Good job.
1: Did you take a picture of it?
3: No. What do you think this <laughs> Okay,
4: okay, fine, I'm leaving. <laughs>
0: <laughs> get out of here NPC Who we have nothing more to do I'm with i really
4: curious about what was in my head wouldn't you be it looked like a, it looked like a claw if, if you really care
0: gross okay yeah uh,
1: he's gone he's going to go and settle up his bill and then leave um, okay we'll do Harris first so you're going out the side exit you go down the corridor you can hear that like once you get out into like the like out of the medical bit there's some kind of commotion going on in the main lobby I'm sure there is but you are not planning to use that way to escape so yeah you can go out the side door yeah, you get back out. The Etienne, the lady from earlier that checked you, is there, but she looks scared when she sees you and doesn't talk to you.
4: Okay, cool. Um,
1: so, what is your plan now? Is it just to leave?
4: Right. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much the plan. I'm giving up on that intel. I've caused too much trouble already, and I don't want to be snooping around while things are that. so that's a shame. But, alright, just remind me, so we've completed the job, kind of, now? That was all we were actually contracted to do, right?
1: Yes, although... Uh, Given stuff that's happened, I would consider the mission to actually be complete when you when you like get back to Earth.
4: When you get back to Earth, okay. But my point is, cybernetic is Shell's thing to return to Lost Scorp, right? Yes. So, if, so if I ditch for cybernetic, we don't fail the mission.
3: No, we just got some. we got some problems.
4: No, lost. Yeah, Lost Scorp will be annoyed at you, but you won't fail the mission if you ditch it. That's okay, true. right?
3: And we and we lose a credit as well. Yeah, you do.
4: When you say we lose a credit,
0: Don loses a credit
4: no like the I've, deal was listen to this the deal was Lost Scorp got
0: you the ability to get on the beanstalk oh uh, yeah okay I'm not paying for this get out of here can we argue
3: about like the money once you've actually fucked up
4: well no because like I'd rather if I, if, if it's fine for me to ditch the cybernetic I'm gonna do it before <laughs> Were I you just immediately just not fine for you to it. ditch
0: the cybernetic <laughs> <laughs> don't unless you have to right like this you're gonna get shit house. down like, with still the
4: boxes I'm very right? concerned about the alarm <laughs> I told you I've turned it off. Yeah, I know you told me you turned it off. It was still making a noise. i the only quiet one.
2: All you're doing is passing it off to someone anyway. Like, you, Pretty right, soon yeah. it won't be your problem.
4: Okay, it's better not be my problem.
1: was <laughs> like, can you get rid of the cybernetic carrots? You know, take it back to Earth. And I was like, yeah, fine. And then walks outside the building and just puts it in a <laughs> <Yeah>. bin.
4: <laughs> that was literally what I was envisaging <laughs> when I was like, do I actually have in this? How this? <laughs> What a douchebag. I was just going to tell them that I had to ditch it because it got too hot as well, which might even happen. So, <laughs> let's,
0: Yeah, okay. Let's just,
4: ro- let's just roll with it and see what happens. If you I'm, don't okay, deliver
1: yeah. it and Lost Scorp demand their credit, I'll probably make Harris
4: pay it because it would be a real dick move to force Shell to do it. <laughs> yes, that's, that is effectively what I was trying to figure out there was who's actually culpable <laughs> if the cybernetic doesn't make it back. It, all right but shell's comfortable if i get murdered on my way back to earth because of this cybernetic <laughs> <laughs> okay fine
1: okay so you get back you're outside and you can you're you're still near the hotel and you can kind of like you're looking looking at midway commercial sector b um there are there appear to be quite a few like more sea agents than before inside the hotel now you're not 100 percent sure why yeah um
4: but <laughs> well, there's like, I feel there's like I've got three different reasons why. it could be,
1: right? Like but yeah, probably because of the murder that you committed. You can also see some other people, some other security people moving around that were not in commercial section B before. They look like Melange Private Security. Um they are it's a bunch of it's a bunch of people in suits who are obviously armed. Like it's not heavy security, but they and they look like some of them are, are walking towards the hotel, but some of them are just kind of standing around. And a few of them appear to be carrying out random checks on passersby who are obviously carrying baggage.
4: Right. Okay. Sure. Can I assess this situation? Yes, you can. I got a 14. Sick. Okay. And also, uh, I always get an extra question because of my computer, so... Oh, yeah. You have a tactical computer. So... Yeah, simple first question is, what is my best way past... The security, the melange security. Obviously, fighting them is a bad idea, but that doesn't yep. count as an answer because <laughs> it's so obvious. Um,
1: <laughs> no, the, the actual answer is they can only. There's, there's not tons of them. Like in total, you count about ten people um, from where you're standing at least. They can only cover so much ground, and they're improvising you can see that they're improvising they haven't like they're pre- they're performing a protocol but they haven't done it in this area before so they're not they're not covering things quite perfectly um so your best shot is to just avoid getting into any kind of social interaction with them because you they're going to be hard to talk to talk your way past so it's just to essentially hide and like move through the crowd carefully and avoid walking into any of them
4: right okay yep that's fine i i will just act on that for now so that is the plan i'm just gonna I guess, walk like a normal person and leave, (laughs) but a normal person that doesn't want to talk to anyone. This is effectively like avoiding charity people on the street. (laughs) Kind of, yes. Okay. Uh, Roll to act under pressure. And you get plus one forward. That's uh, that's good. That's a seven. (sighs) At least. Make it over with a seven. Okay. So you're
1: pretty sure... You think you're clear. Like, they've kind of set up a sort of a line across one of the streets um, that's on commercial section B. Kind of the street where burning star cafe is and you just have to essentially cross that street without getting stopped without obviously walking past a milan security person and you're pretty sure you've done it um and you're like headed towards where the maglev is and then a voice from behind you says hey you with the bag can you stop for a second um if you drop it it will definitely distract them or you can just hurry your pace a bit but you don't need to obviously flee like you could pretend you didn't hear them or that they were talking to someone else
4: yeah that's that's fine i'm gonna continue walking like a little bit quicker and I'll like I don't know, I'll, I'll pretend I'm talking to someone on my pad as well. And the voice comes I'm like
1: hey you, stop uh, t- t- tall, tall guy with the jacket and the bag <laughs>
4: Good, good, description.
1: I think I, I think Harris is tall. Doesn't matter. They. It sounds like they're walking after you, and then when you actually get like close to the maglev, like a run picks up, but then you get on the train and the door's shun and it
4: leaves. Okay, yeah, that's that's a fine plan. That's fine by me. Uh, are you just going to attempt to board a, sh- a pod and get off world? Yeah. So I mean, I assume I had some. Well, on world, yeah. on world, I yeah. assume I had some equivalent like instructions for what to do on my way back. Whatever that was, I assume there's some illicit route that I'm meant to take or someone I'm meant to find yeah the way back is yeah you you have to go to a pod to like a pod
1: section you have to actually go to like a maintenance section like it's a little bit more of a a rigmarole there's someone dressed in like some kind of engineering SEA uniform they clock you approaching and they say some some lost scorpionist code phrase they're like isn't isn't the view beautiful today or something yeah, the, the code phrase from them is, isn't the view beautiful today? Uh, what's the confirmation phrase for Harris? What do, you, what, what do you say back? Oh, I say, like,
4: you should see the sunset. It's even better. Okay, cool. Um, Yeah, let's do this thing. And he goes, everything okay? No one's after you, are they? No, Uh, spell security at the uh, job site, but I got away from them. Don't think I was followed. Yeah, fine. Okay, yeah, get in the
1: pod. And there's like a maintenance pod he tells you to get in. So yeah, you have to wait in this pod for about 40 minutes, just sitting, but... No one comes to find you. I think you're fine. Like I think you can. You get back down to Earth. It takes, t- like I said, it takes forty minutes, and then there's the fifty minute journey. It takes
4: you a while to get out because when you get back to Earth, you have to wait in the pod for an hour again. Yeah, cool. Um, did did that person want to take the cybernetic, or am I delivering it back on Earth? Uh, you have to deliver it to someone at Base to Kiambu. <laughs> okay, cool. Right, I'm gonna message Shao. I actually think on you on way... don't know what you're meant to do with it. You have
1: to find All out. Right, for I'm Shell. gonna message
4: Shao on my way back and say. I've got your cybernetic. Come meet me at Earth Station or nearby, and I'll give it to you. I want rid of this thing, so. Fine. Uh, Tegan and Esteban, uh, you have to wait for Anderson to leave. But once
1: that's done and your time is up, are you two just going to leave as well?
3: No, I'm going to go. I'm going to go and talk to uh, the hotel staff and say that we finished with the the room. Um, everything should be in order. Just uh, fairly check check out as if I, I'm legitimate. Businessman.
1: uh yeah so some other staff member not gareth from before um this is oh you can see a bunch of stuff is happening in the lobby by the way i should talk we should talk about that yeah you go through to the lobby and like the stairs are cordoned off and there's a bunch of sea people and someone affiliated with the the new angeles police is also there and it's cordoned off and they're asking a bunch of questions there's a there's a obviously some kind of body on the floor with a big sheet over it.
3: Man, this is going to get blamed on Shell. <laughs>
1: Essentially she went upstairs. Yeah, you also still, you, there's, there's a lot of SEA agents in this lobby too, because there's another group who are just like looking, like there's a guy just looking at a picture of Shell and then someone else asking like hotel staff questions and stuff. Someone's interviewing the bartender. The whole lobby is kind of in disarray. But yeah, you go up to the reception and talk to the person there and they're like, they're looking at some info and they go, um, yeah, there was some kind of security alert. melange pinged us about something inside the building. Did you
3: see anything suspicious in the medical the medical bay? No, I've been I've been in a, in a complicated procedure all, all day. That's
1: understandable.
3: What kind of procedure were you performing again? Well, actually, are you cleared to have this information.
1: Just um, yeah, just just confirm confirm that it matches the information I have here.
3: It was um, addiction treatment, neurological bypass. Okay,
1: yeah, fine. They ask you if you want to complete a short survey about the services at the hotel.
3: Oh do. yeah, <laughs> why not? I'll ask them to confirm, they said they were going to delete the client's name, so I'm going to ask them to confirm they've, they've done that.
1: Yeah, 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 they do. They apologise for the confusion earlier too.
3: I'll give them four stars.
1: <laughs> Ooh. And then, yeah, they let you leave. There's a bunch of Melange security m- milling around outside, and they like they search Tegan and, and Esteban, but they ha- there's nothing to be found, right? Like You're not going to try and avoid getting searched.
3: No, I, I I'll be completely open.
1: Uh, they are suspicious because you have a bunch of cybernetic like surgery equipment. But you're a cybernetic surgeon. Yeah, you, you <laughs> yeah. have credentials and stuff. Like They're obviously suspicious, but even if they thought something was up, you don't even know if they could act on it. And then they send you back
4: down to Earth. Um, I think we can count this as a successful mission.
2: Yeah! Go
1: team! Hooray! That's probably the least dramatic finish we've had for a mission.
4: Very well executed on everyone's parts, I thought. Okay, so let's... Do you all meet up back on Earth? I guess you do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: do you have a conversation about the mission with each other?
4: I I mean, I would certainly check in that Tegan and Esteban made it back without any trouble. And I'd
2: check that uh, Harris got the items to the lost scope contact
4: well i i, I tell everyone well shell already knows but i tell the other two that i've handed it off to shell and assume that she's taking care of it
3: and i would ask shell if there's, if there's any complications or if uh, things have blown over and maybe i'd have a quiet word with harris about freelancing and maybe <laughs> keeping some other people in the loop
4: i mean <laughs> sure I think I just say, well, I thought if I told you, you wouldn't want me to do it, so. <laughs> what a perfect excuse. Not, yeah, not really an excuse, that. <laughs> I'm not claiming it to be an excuse, I'm just giving an explanation.
3: If it's going to present complications, it's better to know in advance. It
4: was worth it. <laughs> it was worth it to maintain good good relations with Alberta, so.
3: Yeah, I think, I, think, I think potentially it is. I don't know who this guy you killed is or was. I won't ask. <laughs> okay,
1: good. Good debrief. First things first, you should roll to get paid. I think I think Tegan has a text conversation with uh, Anderson himself. Like he messages you and says, "I got away fine. Everything's okay on my end. Thank you again."
2: No weird side effect.
1: Not as of yet. Not yet, penguin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> roll, yeah, roll to get paid. So roll two d six plus four. Uh, Eleven. So choose three from the following list. It's not a setup or an ambush. You are paid in full. The employer is identifiable. The meeting doesn't attract the attention of outside parties. You learn something. Everyone marks experience. Paid in
3: full.
2: Paid in yes, full. Yes, paid in full. Not choosing it was not a setup doesn't de- necessarily <laughs> mean it was Doesn't mean it definitely
0: is. It just gives Alex the potential to right. <laughs> and to be fair, every time we haven't chosen that, it has been a setup for ambush.
1: I have been, well, I have been quite dramatic with my setups or ambushes. Yeah, yeah. No, they, they tend to be narratively relevant. Yeah. Like, it could just be that, yeah, someone's listening, or
4: someone was monitoring you the whole time. I'm going to suggest that we don't need the employer as identifiable. I'm fairly sure this was legitimately a personal favour from Anderson. Well,
1: d- are you not concerned about the people
4: pulling the strings? But, I mean, I feel like outside parties is actually a pretty important yeah. one Yeah, we right? don't want to anger
2: Melange. Otherwise
4: Melange or so, someone qu- can yeah. So for me, I'd say that's the highest priority, and what we're really picking between is taking a chance on it being a setup to get an experience, or... Leaving it and making it safe and not getting an experience.
3: I'm on team play it safe, but I'm happy to be over. Yeah, there.
4: this is also me like gaming the system a bit, but that bonus experience isn't going to push me over the advanced threshold, so it's not that important to me because I'll probably get one after the next mission anyway.
2: Chris, you say safe, Jono, what do you say?
4: I feel like the
0: experience is better than getting paid in full. But apart from that, I'm on Team Play it Safe, so I would go for both of them and drop.
2: Okay, I'm broke, so <laughs> <laughs>
3: I know being paid in full is more than experience. More than experience. All right, I say this because I don't need the experience because I'm getting to 20 anyway.
0: That's true. I'm actually going to hit the thing as well. I have no strong preference anyway.
2: Paid in full doesn't attract attention of outside parties, and it's not a setup or ambush.
0: Yeah, the call
1: is the call is safe and encrypted. Um, Anderson, thanks you again, and you receive. Your credits. Okay, so update your credits. Uh, mark experience. So you get a total of, what is it, five for the mission? Yep, yeah, get the job, decide what you're doing, actually do it to experience upon completion. So you'll get five experience points.
4: Uh, I should get one for not bringing any weapons yeah, yeah. successfully. Yeah.
1: yeah, so mark an experience for that. Alice, I need to... Let's have a quick look at your move. And then, yeah, so I gave you a free fill on the story clock for your action at midway station because it was quite complicated and difficult and i wanted to give you a reward for doing it okay um but i think also you should roll to gather evidence here to see how much use you can make of the evidence that you collected okay. and this is you at your computer someone the anonymous party that contacts you before like sends you some of the info that you got and you are trying to do something with it roll mind ten on a 10 plus, you get the evidence you need. Advance the story clock. Yes. Okay, so this is what you kind of, like, what you have, what you get from this, from, like, the data you've gathered. And I think your success for all means you're, like, using the data, like, in a useful way. Mm-hmm. Like, you're analyzing it or you know who to contact to analyze it and pass in a useful way. And so th- a lot of the info passing through Midway is kind of confirming what, what, you, what you got on that, like, employee log which is the MBN? Various MBN branches are sending data to each other that they shouldn't be sending. Basically, that should be confidential, um, and that is worrying. And like, it's not like it's it's not clear exactly how illegal it is, but it, it certainly is illegal. Um, so you actually have some evidence to back up what you. Um, what you learned from that data log that you got as a reward for doing this mission or from taking on the mission in the first place. And that NBN data aggregation may all be relevant next mission. Mm. I think we're done. I think that's, that's the mission. Links. Oh yeah. Links. I need to make a little, I need to make a little flow chart for like what to do after a mission. Say someone that learned, it's learned more about you is the wording, right? Uh, We will start in reverse order for me on my screen. So Jono,
0: uh, so I have nothing from the mission, but from the legwork, uh, I think Harris learnt about Shell, because Harris was involved with being smuggled on the beanstalk and stuff, learned about the uh, Los Scorpionis connections, that kind of thing.
4: Nice and up to free with you. Harris, were you were you
1: impressed by the operation that Los Scorpionis or Los Scorpionis affiliates took to get you up and down the beanstalk, or did, you, did it feel like amateur hour?
4: I feel like it was about what I expected them to be doing which is a weird way to say it like, C plus it's, it's, I feel like they normally don't it is, smuggle people. it is impressive <laughs> it is impressive that a gang has access to a route up a beanstalk that's impressive what is like but it, it is just tapping someone on the shoulder and saying let me into the cargo pod <laughs> yeah it's not particularly like advanced or anything so yeah uh, Don who know more about you um we were, it's hard to well it's I think it's either Estevan or Teagan because I told them that I murdered someone <laughs> <laughs> um but I feel like that's probably more more news to Tegan, because Esteban's seen me do combat situations and stuff properly before. Tegan saw me in the like interview room, but like I think those two things combined, like I think Tegan's starting to get a clearer picture of the kind of people she's now associating with. Yeah, how does Tegan feel about Harris after this mission?
2: Kind of apprehensive, maybe? It's definitely gonna take some time to get used to. Tegan's probably never met a murderer.
3: Quite a casual murder as well. She's like, yeah, I killed a guy.
2: Yeah, like, she's never heard anyone be so blasé about that sort of thing, so.
3: Chris... Uh, Tegan as well. Um, I think Tegan throughout this saw Esteban more in his element than before. Esteban has always been a bit out of place, a bit uncomfortable, and this time is more more natural and more comfortable. And it's the first time that I think Esteban has been really confident in front of Tegan, doing what he he's actually good at.
1: Yeah. How do you how does how does Tegan feel about Esteban having watched him work and lie successfully?
2: Uh, impressed. So it's like traditional skilled work. That she's ne- not really been exposed to, um, you know. Tegan's a blogger.
1: That makes sense. Alice, who learned more about Tegan?
2: Uh, I think probably Esteban, because we worked together to coordinate with Anderson and all that kind of stuff.
1: Chris, what's Esteban's impression of Tegan as like as like? As like- a committer of skullduggery like as a criminal
3: so I think Esteban has noticed that Tegan again has become more confident maybe felt a bit kind of over ahead at first but has become increasingly um, more confident and maybe kind of more more familiar with what she, with what she's doing and how she interacts with the rest of the group